Hey everyone, Christy McClellan here, and I want to invite you to a brand new event from Lifeway Women called Feast. At this event, you'll be invited to feast on God's Word by studying the Bible in its historical, cultural context. We're going to get to know the Bible in its world, in its native habitat, text, and context. You'll experience teaching, worship led by my 25-year friend, Laura Cooksey, and fellowship with other women around the world. Come and learn with me that the living God is better than we ever knew. Visit LifeWay.com slash Feast to learn more. This is the Marked Podcast from LifeWay Women. We're your hosts, Mary Margaret West and Elizabeth Heineman. Each episode, we'll talk about what God's doing, how he has and is marking each of us. Sometimes that will be through interviews, and sometimes we'll have conversations around the table. We're so glad you joined us today. Well, if you've not heard it enough yet, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! We are glad to be back with more episodes of the Mark Podcast. Yes, it's going to be a great year. We've already got several interviews lined up and several topics that we want to talk about, so we're really excited. But one thing that we wanted to talk about first is how to be a Lifeway woman. So we get lots of emails and blog comments mm-hmm. and Instagram messages about how to be involved, how to be a part of Lifeway Women. And it's super easy. It is not a club or any sort of thing where you have to be a member. Um, If you are a Christian and love to study the Bible, welcome. You are a Lifeway woman. You're a part. Yeah. So one of a few ways you can get involved right now is um, our latest Bible study is with Jen Wilkin, and it's called God of Covenant. And it is not an online study. It is just uh, there's a workbook and there are videos and you can do that by yourself or with a group or with your church, however you want to do that. Mm -hmm. But you could pick up that Bible study book and video series either online at lifeway.com slash God of Covenant or we will link to it in the show notes. Oh, or the Lifeway stores. (laughs) Yes. Any of those three options will work well for you. We'll we'll give you a link, but you can go in your store or buy it online. And then one way you can join us online is through the Job online Bible study. We're going to be studying Job. Actually, when this episode comes out, we will have already started, but you can still catch up. Um, Job is a study by Lisa Harper, and the subtitle of that is A Story of Unlikely Joy. So you may be thinking Job in January might be a little depressing, but Lisa Harper will show you where to find the joy in the midst of that hard story. So you can go to lifewaywomen.com slash Job. OBS is an online Bible studies and uh, find out how to join that. Then another way you can get involved. Another way. I know there's so many ways is our know his word reading plan. So we did this last year. We had a read a Bible reading plan that we just called know his word 18. And we're doing it again with a different sort of reading plan. This year we're focusing on discipleship and we, we do monthly reading plans. So every month you can go to lifewaywomen.com. And you'll see Know His Word on the sidebar, and you can click on that and get the reading plan for that month. It's really easy to join. We just kind of talk about We use the hashtag KnowHisWord19 on social media, and we just kind of talk through it there. But we don't have a really formal way of uh, discussing it. It's just kind of for you 
to do on your own or with a group and just um, let us know how it's going. I love it. So it's just Lifeway Women, um, you know, is it's really not something you have to join, but no. like we would just love for you to connect with us with yeah. everything that we're doing. Uh, most of you have already interacted with LifewayWomen.com because that's where the podcast is hosted. Mm-hmm. Um, but if not, it's just a great place to find a ton of resources, a ton of information. There's new content coming out all the time Mm -hmm. that will let you know about events that are coming near you, ways to navigate life situations that you're going through, just anything you can think of when it comes to being a woman who loves the Lord, um, trying to encourage other women in that direction. Um, We hope that you will connect with us online. Everything is at Lifeway Women. And um, and too, if you have a teen girl in your life, um, we have Lifeway Girls too. And that's um, something that I'm a big part of. They're little Lifeway Women. Future Lifeway Women. Future Lifeway Women. Lifeway Girls. But we'd love for you guys to connect with us online too. Um, So those are great ways that as you're starting the new year, just to be encouraged by other women Mm -hmm. um, and just continue to be in the word. And so I hope that you'll jump in in some form or fashion. Um, Maybe even too, as you're listening today, you can hop into the comments and, um, and just let us know what it is that you're doing to start start studying God's word this year yeah. and how it is that you're engaging. Cause we'd love to, to just hear what it is that you're doing or send us a message online. Um, if you want to connect with either one of us, um, uh, that's pretty easy to do. All of that stuff is linked up in the show notes, but we would love to hear Like, who do you want to hear from? What else do you want to hear about in 2019? Right. We're, we've already planned part of the year, but we've not gotten all the way through. And mm-hmm. so if there's somebody that you're saying, Hey, you need to know about this person, just reach out and let us know. We'd love yeah. to hear about them or even certain topics that you want to discuss. Yes. Yeah. And today it's just, you know, it's, this is not a new year, new you episode. (laughs) It's just a first episode back for the new year. Mm -hmm. And we're just kind of talking about the things that come with being, you know, starting a new year because here we are in 2019 and you know, I know, man, it's kind of crazy. It is crazy. Like I'm still a little bit, I haven't written it yet. Oh, I have. You have? Well, in publishing, you live in like the next year. That's true. So I've written it a bunch. Oh, yeah. Well, I've written it a lot in 2018. <laughs> yes. I know because I've been working on stuff for 2019 yeah. for a while now. And here we are. And it's just, it's flown by. Like, you know, 2018 it, in some ways feels like it flew by. But mm-hmm. in other ways, it's like, gosh, I can't believe that it's already over. I know. Um, you know, and this this episode is coming out on January 14th. And um, Elizabeth and I are, are back in the office and, you know, just trying to yeah. get our feet under us and trying to get everything back going on um here at lifeway but um but, for context you know, we are recording it on january 2nd yes so just in case we say things like i have no idea what i'm doing this year <laughs> we're gonna get it together before january 14th <laughs> we're gonna try yes we're not going really to try. i won't no but but we'll see how it goes and so yeah. whatever it is you know maybe even you set out some some resolutions some goals some things that you want to work on this year and you're already you're already 14 days in going oh no like yeah. This this episode is late. to tell you it's not too late. It's okay. Pick yourself back up. You know, if yeah. you have already missed a day of your Bible reading plan for this year, it's okay. There's grace for you. There is grace for you. And if I don't know if any of you are like me, but I'm that person who like I used to read like the one year Bible that like mm-hmm. was dated. Oh yeah. And and I used to get to about March where I think everybody gets a lot of people uh-huh. get to, especially when you hit is that Leviticus. when you start living it. As yes. <laughs> Whatever that is. And like I would just sort of get lost and just going. I I just know that I can do this and felt like I couldn't ever pick it back up even mm-hmm. if I'd missed a few days. You know, or just life got busy. Right. And um and I would just go like, well, I've just I've messed it all up. I can't read the Bible for the rest of the year and yeah. like that's certainly not true so just right pick it back up um wherever it is that you stopped or just to find a new starting point I kind of had to redo a few years ago the way mm-hmm. that I was reading through the bible um because I, I was so trapped by like all the dates and things oh, and like yeah. being on time and stuff that just 
makes me feel crazy sometimes that I just had to go, you know what? Like, I'm just going to choose to read what I'm going to read and I'm just not going to put dates to it. I'm not going to yeah. stress about it. And if I don't finish the whole Bible in a year, you know what? That's okay. That's okay. You can finish it next year. Yes. So I, there was a year I spent the whole year in the New Testament. Oh, cool. I've spent a lot of time in the Old Testament, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've ever spent the whole year in the Old Testament right. because that would be rough. That just would be, be honest. I mean, well, there's the Psalms. Ho- I spent a year yeah. in the Psalms mm-hmm. and that was um, that was really good. Yeah. Well, almost a year is like two school semesters. So. Yeah. I mean, that's about a year. Yeah, right there. basically. But, um, you know, if you've already missed some of that or have already missed going to the gym, you've overslept, or maybe you are the person who are going, you know what? It's January 14th. I'm killing it. Yeah. Way like, to go. You go get it. Like, <laughs> yeah. We are proud of you. We are cheering you I on. I will say that on January 2nd, I have done my Bible reading both days of the new year. So I'm feeling great about myself already. I missed it this morning because okay. I didn't want to wake up. If I'm well, being you can perfectly do it tonight. Honest. Yes, I'll do it There's tonight. still some hours left in the yes, day. There's still some more yeah. time today. But, you know, whatever it is that you call it, because I think mm-hmm. everybody, it's all the same stuff yeah. at the end of the day. Resolutions, intentions, goals. goals. You know, some I don't know. Of you There's probably other words. Sheets and planners and organizers and life charts and stuff like that. Whatever your method. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. So it's um, what usually when I make goals. So I'm a real big I was telling Mary Margaret about this before we started this. If you're into the Enneagram, I'm a nine wing one, which means essentially if you're not into the Enneagram, that I'm a real dreamer. I love to dream. And so New Year's resolutions are like one of my favorite things. I think about all these things. I I reflect on the year before I make a thousand plans (laughs) for the next year. But I will say also that I 100% failed in my goals for 2018. (laughs) So uh, I made a lot of plans and goals, but I did not fully execute any of them. So um, that is something I'm working on is trying to like make doable, measurable goals that allow for some grace, but not so much grace that I'm not doing them at all. So I'm working on that. But I think one of the things that I look at is what sort of changes do I want to make in my life as far as this time next year, what do I want to mm-hmm. have accomplished? What do I want my life to look like? What do I want my spiritual life to look like? My physical life, my emotional life, like all these different, my relationships. Um, and then kind of build the goals from there. So that's kind of one of the ways that I look at goal building, if we want to call it that, yeah. <laughs> resolution making, mm-hmm. whatever. And I think, and even you and I were talking about this um, earlier this week, but like I am a to talk about the Enneagram for a second. I'm sure. an Enneagram three wing mm-hmm. two. I don't think we're a real podcast until we talk about the Enneagram. I know. So now, now it's here official. we are. <laughs> hey, 2019, yeah. we brought the Enneagram to the podcast. Welcome. And, um, you know, and so for me, I am this achiever mentality that like, I want to do things. I want to do them well. I want to do them right. And if I can't do them well, I'm just going to quit and move on. Like even you and I were at a new year's Eve party together. We were playing a game and I was losing. And I just all of a sudden was like, I don't like this game very much because I was losing. And And at the moment I was winning. You were winning. I did not win overall, but I was winning in that moment. You did. And, and it's that whole idea of like, if I can't win at something, I just don't even try. And like, it was just sort of one of those games that like, I just couldn't quite like get a grip on. It was kind of difficult. Yeah. It was all with words and definitions making up words. Anyway, all that to say, this is why I struggle with resolutions and goals Mm -hmm. is because if there's any shred of doubt as to whether or not I can actually do it, I I don't even want to try to set myself up for failure. And so I think that's where I've struggled throughout the course of my adult life specifically is just the fact that that's where I have to look at the Lord and go, Mm -hmm. Lord, like, I know that you don't see those things as failure. And so help me to look 
at things differently because right. I think it's it's very much my like mo to to mm-hmm. go like oh I failed like I can't do this <laughs> like it's just all terrible and the Lord's like no like Mary Margaret and and I remember even too like I used to think of like when I was trying to eat healthy and stuff mm-hmm. like that which that's always on my list of things you know that I ought yeah. to be doing or whatever that like I would think that if I ate like a cookie or a cupcake like mm-hmm. while I was on a diet or a healthy eating plan that right. like the whole thing was the just trash just mm-hmm. done and it's just not true and I think yeah. that is something that the Lord is continually teaching me about like as I know myself and know as word to to take the way that I'm wired Mm -hmm. to learn myself better to to better understand why it is I do what I do say what I say all that kind of stuff and um but to look at it through the like try to look at myself the way that he sees me yeah and that he doesn't see those things as failures he doesn't see those things as mistakes or whatever so that I can set some measurable Mm -hmm. goals for myself and for me it is it's taking it one bite at a time like Mm -hmm. I've learned that like I just do much better if I have one chunk here another chunk here but like to look at the whole big goal is terrifying to me yes so that's where you and I are kind of opposites (laughs) on this well in listing like four thousand of my plans to my friends this week in a group text I was like texting and saying oh and I'm gonna do this and I want to do this in the new year and one of them finally was like that's a lot it's a and lot of goals I was like you know maybe I should take this one month at a time mm-hmm. so I decided I'm gonna I do have like two overarching goals um one is to develop a morning routine mm-hmm. which I got off of someone else I stole that from someone else um their resolutions but I thought that would be a great thing for me because I I do thrive on routine Mm -hmm. but I'm not always good at making and keeping it um and then the other is to read through the chronological reading plan yeah um Guthrie's read the bible for life I've done Mm -hmm. that I loved it yes it literally over the last years has been one of the most influential like spiritual things that I've done that has made a massive impact yeah and we'll link to that in the blog too because Mm -hmm. um we have I have the workbook and then there's also like a, a regular book about it. There's several things, a group book, all these things. Um, and so, and you can also get the plan for free on version. version, And that's what I did. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so um, those are my two overarching goals is to do that. And I think they kind of go hand in hand because I would like my morning routine to include that Bible yeah. reading. So those are my big goals. I forget why I started talking about this. But anyway, I, I totally forgot. <laughs> But those are my two overall overall goals and everything else I'm going to take month by month. That's Mm -hmm. what it was. Yes. And so I'm just going to say, you know what? In this month, I would like to get a gym membership. Yeah. And I'm that's my only plan. Mm -hmm. Get a gym membership. Yeah. And then, you know, one month, maybe it'll be to use it. (laughs) To go to the gym. I I haven't been to mine in a while. I know. I donated to the YMCA for a long time. Yep. I did. And I had to take a friend with me to quit because I was like, I'm not sure I can do this alone. Oh, wow. So. Yeah. Yeah, we we actually both You're not a quitter, quit. Mary Margaret. I'm not a quitter, <laughs> no. And um, but I did take a friend with me to quit the Y a few years ago. But now I'm a member somewhere else, and I haven't been in a while. So just part it of happens. it. And I even like I asked my husband um last night. I just said, hey, because he's not. I probably th- I think about all this stuff way mm-hmm. more than he ever. He's just like. 2019 let's keep going like it's, <laughs> it's another day on the it's calendar another day on the calendar like it is not a big deal to him and so but I just asked him I said hey and he's one I've learned I have to kind of give him a heads up if we want if I want to like have a like a big conversation uh-huh. or whatever and I just said would you be up for like just talking through maybe like even just looking at our calendar for the right. year and like what do we want to do is there anywhere we want to go and and just to you know make some 
some goals for us as a couple or just kind of talk about what it is that the Lord is teaching us and what we want to see um, God do this year. And so I think we're going to try to sit down this weekend. And I was like, do you need me to write some questions down? He's like, yeah, that probably helped. Because <laughs> I think otherwise he'd come to the table and yeah. be like, I don't know what it is you want me to do. <laughs> so um, anyway, so we'll we'll do that this weekend and yeah. see how it goes. That'll be so fun. Mm-hmm. See, I love things like that. Yeah. It's slightly terrifying. I thrive on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, there's a survey about my life. <laughs> Let me fill it out. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And, and so along with that, part of making the res- resolutions or making goals or, you know, turning a new year is evaluating the last year. Yep. And I think there are lots of, I mean, you can just Google like New Year's resolution form or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of people that we know and love that have full questionnaires. Yeah. And you don't have to do that. You can just make up the questions on your own. But I think one thing that's really important or we kind of came up with some questions that were important for us in asking about the last year, evaluating the last year. Yeah. And we kind of took them off of questions that are great to ask when you're reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, what did this passage teach me about God? What does this passage teach me about human beings in general? And then what does this passage teach me about what I should do in my life or how do I apply it to my life? Yeah. And so the first question that we thought about, with evaluating the last year is here's what I've seen the Lord do in the last year. Whether that I think for me personally, a lot of times it's not necessarily what he's done in my life, but what he's done around me. Um, I think obviously what he's done in my life is important, but to even see, sometimes I have a harder time seeing that, I Mm -hmm. guess, but I can very easily see what he's done in others around me or even just in the world in general. Yeah. Um, And so I think that's a great place to start. Definitely. And I think that will help you as you're trying to grow the next year, too, and set those plans. Like, what do I want to see the Lord do in my life or through me in other people's lives in the Mm -hmm. next year? Yeah, that's a good I think it's a really good reminder to keep in front of ourselves is to to look back, but to also look forward at Mm -hmm. the same time, because so often we'll get caught in a moment when like, the rubber meets the road and life gets tough and it's really easy to forget the faithfulness of God. Yeah. And even too to look back and just go, let me take the last year mm-hmm. and go like, what, what have we seen God do? Right. Like, what have I seen God do in my life? And you know, like you're saying in the lives of other people around me and, and to begin to ask those questions puts ourselves in a posture that's healthy mm-hmm. to remember who, like what it is that God has done for us, how it is that he is moving, how like, the ways that he's answered prayers, things, difficult things that we saw him minister to us and Mm -hmm. other people that we know. And, um, and I just think it postures ourselves to go into this, into this next year, not going, let me think of all the things that I can do, but God, what I want, what, what do you want to do through me? Yeah. And, and how do you want to use me? And, and for us to put ourselves in the, into that position, I think is Mm -hmm. a crucial piece of it. Yeah. Like how can I get in the position to be best by by you and, Mm -hmm. and to give you glory? And another, the second question that we thought about was, what did this last year teach us about others? Mm -hmm. So this could either be like specifically, like what did this last year teach me about my husband or my mom or whatever, or it could just be like about others in general, my neighbors, Americans, you know, the world as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's helpful to kind of look at and just see what did I learn about humanity? Because maybe your worldview got changed a little bit. Yeah. Or you started questioning a few things. Um, I think in our world today, the other, like in air quotes, mm-hmm. is very, um, I think people are exploring it, which is great. Like what do, how do other people feel about this? How does this person who's different from me mm-hmm. 
hear this thing that I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and I think that's very good a lot of times. But I think and so I think it's important to take that and try to figure out how to grow, especially as we're trying to love our neighbors. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a huge, crucial piece of loving our neighbors is thinking about how they would hear something or think about something or what means love to them or how can I yep. demonstrate Jesus's love to them. And it makes me think, too, about like a lot of you may have gone on a mission trip mm-hmm. sometime in the last year. And we even talked about missions on one of our last episodes. Um, but just you went and experienced something that happened in another place with another right. group of people, whether that's down, you know, down, just down the road from your house, right. you know, in a, a local ministry you're involved in or somewhere around the world or anywhere in between, you know. But what don't forget what God taught you in that moment mm-hmm. about other people. Right. And and in those days that you spend or hours that you spend or whatever it may be. And I think for a lot of us, it's easy to come back. And I know for me, like I always suffer from like post like camp event, yeah. whatever conference, like let down or right. that high that you're on for a little while. And then it sort of wanes and you go back to normal life. And but like but to ask some of those questions that you thought about, like when you got home from an experience like that, like mm-hmm. did has has anything changed in my life since then? Right. Like, have I let that really affect my day to day and mm-hmm. not just this one little moment in time and just to for another way to think about other people? Yeah, I think that's good. And then finally, what did this year teach us about ourselves? So what did you learn about you? And I think this is the one that we tend to get caught up on Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times. But I think it's very helpful to think through because that shapes not only um, our gratefulness for Mm -hmm. where God has brought us, but then also it shapes what our goals could be or the way that we seek out discipleship in the new year or the how we study the Bible or, you know, it can shape so many different things or what our goals are. is what did this last year teach you about yourself? So, yeah, I think that's going to take some reflection. Yeah. Um, and some people, that may not be as easy for them as it is uh, to look at outwardly. Um, but, yeah, I think that's an important part. Mm-hmm. Just to to go, am I different than I was a year ago? Yeah. You know, and, and in it, what ways? And in what ways? And like, how has God changed me because of my circumstances, because of decisions that I've made, mm-hmm. um, good, bad, or indifferent? Right. You know, just how has what does your life look like now as opposed to a year ago? Yeah. And just to do some evaluation and just ways that you've either grown or changed or, you know, or have kind of like fallen off the deep end to some degree because mm-hmm. that's where some of you are finding yourself and you're going like I've got to start this year fresh and yeah. you know and more power to you and just know that we're praying for you and excited for you you know wherever it is that God has you right now um, even if you're in the, one of those turnaround kind of moments of just going yeah. like I want I want this year to be different and mm-hmm. I, I want to start off right and, and on the right foot and just know um, that we are in your corner and that the Lord is proud of you for doing that um, but we've got to just ask some of those questions even if the, the answers are hard yes so, and yeah. I think that sometimes we don't want to do it because it's like, oh, yeah, it was rough. It was not Let's great. just yeah. move on, <laughs> close that chapter. And for some of you, you're in counseling, you've closed, you're closing the chapter, go right ahead. Yeah. Whatever that looks like. But, and I think too, part of it is in years future, when you look back and see what did this year teach you about yourself? And then you can see how far you've grown and how God has answered prayers and how God has changed that part of you. Yeah. And, um, to me, that's a big part of like prayer journaling, which I'm not always super great at doing. Mm-hmm. But I think when I do it, it um, I, when I read back through what I've written before, I'm like, oh, look at how he solved that problem. Yeah. And it's not necessarily in the way that I would have thought it would have been solved mm-hmm. or the way that I asked for it to be solved. But yeah. I'm like, oh, yes, he solved that problem or I'm still waiting on that one, mm-hmm. you know, but here's 
my attitude in the waiting or things like that has changed. And I think that's one way of tracking God's faithfulness. Absolutely. That's good. And a lot of people, um, and I'm sure you've been seeing it, like I've been seeing it already all over my social media and stuff, Mm -hmm. is that people who have like a word or a verse or a theme for their year. And I feel like while this isn't a new thing, it's something that I think there are just more avenues for people to talk about it, um, you know, more so than they have before. And um, and I know that's something you and I have talked about a good bit. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, over the last few years, most years, the Lord has given me some sort of word for the year that like, you know, I've just either tried to focus on or just try to keep in mind as I'm going about what it is that mm-hmm. I'm doing. And those have been everything from, um, oh, I don't have my little list in front of me. I know one of them was joy recently, like a two years ago yes. it was joy and it showed up in totally unexpected ways. Uh-huh. Um, and it was more about joy in the Lord than joy for me, right. which was, which was a big learning experience. And, <laughs> um, but just some of those words like trust or hope or wait mm-hmm. or, you know, bless, um, or whatever that may be for yeah. you. Um, you know, but just to, is there, is there something that the Lord is giving you kind of as a theme for your year, mm-hmm. you know, something just to consider, um, as you're, as you're starting out. One thing that my friends and I have done in the past is, a, is to give each other words mm-hmm. and, um, Sometimes they're based in scripture. Sometimes they wouldn't be. But to just kind of hear, we would gather on New Year's Day and hear from one another how we felt the year had gone and what we kind of hoped for the year. But then we would all go around and speak hope and into each other's lives and, and hopefully also um, provide them encouragement. And we would choose words yeah. for each other, which I thought was always um, pretty special and sometimes it really was funny how they lined up with like what I had already kind of because I would go in usually thinking about one word mm-hmm. and they would sometimes be pretty closely, pretty close to that word. And yeah. I was like, well, this must be what God wants to teach uh-huh. me. Um, one funny story is the year that I was grow, grow was my word. And uh, I actually did physically grow one inch. That's crazy. And I was 30 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was you just like, never what? know. So, you know. Those words can manifest in different ways. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> so. That's yeah. fantastic. But I think it kind of gives you a lot of times what I would do too if I had a word that was like my theme for the year is I would find a scripture that also spoke to that yep. and kind of use that and meditate on that. Um, I know we both talked about Psalm 16 mm-hmm. and how I think it was the same year, but just different verses in Psalm 16. Yep had spoken into our lives and, and had kind of been the theme of our year. And now we're both looking it up. <laughs> I know. I'm like, we yeah. should have pulled but that up. But my word that year was peace. And I found in this verse, um, or in this chapter, verse 5 of Psalm 16 says, Lord, you are my portion and my cup of blessing. You hold my future. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. And those are verses five and six. And to me that I needed to have peace in where I was. Yeah. And so for it to say that God has set my boundary lines and those are in pleasant places and I have a beautiful inheritance and he is my portion, like he is what I need. And so that was a very, I kind of just sort of meditated on those verses all year long. Yeah. Um, just whenever I would think about it, I would thank God that he had placed me where he had and the boundary lines mm-hmm. had fallen for me in, in pleasant places. And so uh, that was just important to me that year. Yeah. And I really felt like that helped, that helped bring 
the scripture into it mm-hmm. helped me to be more grounded in scripture and in who God is yeah. rather than just in like some word yeah. or in who like goals that I had for myself. Mm-hmm. And that same year for me, mm-hmm. my word was joy. And I remember I sort of like pushed back uh-huh. when I like when I felt that like the Lord kept giving me that verse. And it was like in December that I kept thinking about the word joy. And I'm like, Lord, like it just must be because it's Christmas and we're right. saying joy to the world. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But like joy just sounds fluffy. Like mm-hmm. it just sounded kind of like, oh, joy is my word. Right. Like, oh my gosh. And I just, I was like, <laughs> no, this cannot be it. And um, and I'll never forget on at Christmas, I opened up a gift from my brother and sister-in-law mm-hmm. um, from Weston Taylor. And Taylor got so excited as I opened up this little box and she was like, it was this really pretty gold bracelet. Mm-hmm. And um just a cute bangle. And she said, there's a verse up underneath it. And she goes, I got to choose the verse that went with it. And I just, I read this verse and I just knew that this was the verse for you. And, and it said, Psalm 1611, you make known to me the path of life in your presence. There is fullness of joy at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I just, in that moment, the Lord was like, Margaret, this joy is not about fluff and stuff and things like this is that in my presence, there is Mm. fullness of joy. Like that that is where this comes from, where it's rooted in. Like that's where I want you to fix your eyes this year. And, Mm. And when I did, when I saw joy from that different perspective, it just taught me a lot about the character of God, Mm -hmm. about the way that he, wires us to find joy in him like to to when we when we spend time with him that we receive joy as a result that we become joyful people because of because we know the truth of his word and we know more about him and it just really changed my perspective and I was really grateful for that and um and the Lord just showed joy to me you know what that looked like all throughout the year but I had to remind myself in some moments of going me and Margaret like if I wasn't feeling very joyful I'm like have I spent the kind of time with the Lord like in his presence that I want to and need to and it was a very a healthy reminder all year long that mm-hmm. I just really needed. Yeah. I love that. Was the bracelet a Dear Mushka bracelet? It was. It was a Dear we need Mushka to link bracelet. To them in okay, a, we will. Because I love Dear Mushka is a it's a local business. Um, but she ships everywhere. So yes. it's she assigns jewelry to or assigns a verse to jewelry or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Versus scripture has a part in her creative yes. process and she makes beautiful jewelry. Mm-hmm. And so real we'll, simple, pretty yeah. stuff. So yes, we will link to dear Mushka yes. in our show notes, but yes, I'll, I still wear my little gold bangle and every time, every time I wear it, I think about yeah, that. Yeah, It's a great, so, okay. So one of the goals that we would encourage you to set and, um, is one of the ones that I've set is staying in scripture. So I think this is important no matter what your other goals may be, um, is to stay in scripture And we could talk about all the reasons why, but I feel like you probably know that already. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are different ways to stay in scripture. So there are um, reading plans, Bible studies. You can read a different version of scripture. Sometimes Mm -hmm. that's helpful to kind of get a new perspective. Yep. And uh, there are lots of different versions. I know for me, sometimes when I've read for a long time, I read from the ESV, which mm-hmm. is the English Standard Version. And now I've switched to the CSB, which is a Christian Standard ver- Bible. And um, just reading verses in a different, in that are worded slightly different, yeah. just kind of is like opening my eyes to passages that I didn't necessarily, I may have glossed over before. Mm-hmm. And because I'd always read them in the same language or similar language, um, it just kind of helps bring new perspective yep. to the word, which... I mean, obviously, they're all taken from the same Greek and Hebrew, but it's kind of just helps you to 
to see something maybe new that you hadn't seen before. Yeah. And I've done something very similar. And and even for a while, like I was still teaching out of one translation, mm-hmm. but reading in my morning quiet time out of another one. Mm-hmm. And that was helpful to me too, just because I, like you're saying, I would yeah. read a passage just in a different light and with just some different word choices, but you know, everything was very much the same direction, but right. just maybe a different word that was like, Oh, that's like, yeah, that that's just what kind that of, means. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, and then kind of dig in from there. But, um, yeah. but that's been super helpful. And even reading in a, a paraphrase like the message sometimes yeah. can reawaken like new, not new insights, but help you to reawaken different insights into the Bible. Yeah. Because um, while they're, the message is not like a direct translation, it is a paraphrase, but it kind of just helps you to see things in a new perspective and, um, and sometimes that can be helpful, especially yeah. if you're reading something that you've read a, a lot before mm-hmm. to read it in a different in different words is sometimes helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And that and I think that brings a little bit more of a creative perspective to mm-hmm. it, too, that like it's never going to be my Bible I go to all the time. But right. like, but sometimes just to pause and go, let me just think of, like I just need some different perspective on this. Mm-hmm. And so just to read, you know, the way that Eugene P- Peterson phrased those things right. and just kind of set it up has been super, super helpful. Or something me. like the New Living Translation, yep. something that's a little more paraphrased and a little less mm-hmm. uh, direct from scripture from the original languages can sometimes help. Yep, absolutely. And and I think too that's where like digging into a Bible study mm-hmm. sometimes that is helpful to 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 look at questions and answers from different Bible translations. Right. Um, you know, and two, I would just encourage you to look, um, to ask around at your church if they haven't already started telling you what Bible studies are being offered mm-hmm. or like you can jump into that Job online Bible study, like Elizabeth mentioned at the top of the episode, or just, you know, or maybe the Lord's prompting you to start a Bible study in your home or yeah. with some of your friends or, you know, women in your neighborhood or whatever mm-hmm. that may be, or even like with your teenage daughter, but like, mm-hmm. how is he calling you to engage in studying the word of God this year. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, you know, is Bible study, uh, aside from your just personal time with the Lord, like where you're digging into scripture, like how are you utilizing a Bible study mm-hmm. to enhance your knowledge of, of his word and just to, um, to, to continually be digging in. And, mm-hmm. and there are a ton of opportunities to do that. Um, and we'll continue to share what's yeah. happening with Life by Women throughout right. the year um, here on the podcast and through LifeWayWomen.com. But, you know, but what are you doing to, to mm-hmm. engage in God's word? And I think that's a, a good big question to ask. And two, I do want to say, because I think a lot of times people will say, say, oh, I I don't have time to have personal time with God because I'm also doing this Bible study and I'm also doing this other thing at my church. And yeah, but I want to encourage you that Bible study can be your time, personal time yeah. with God. Uh-huh. Um, and so I think we don't have to separate it all out mm-hmm. there. That's a lot of time commitment. Yes. But you, if you are in scripture, however you are in scripture, if you're in scripture, that is time with God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to encourage the women who are very busy that you don't have to do all the things. You don't have to do a reading plan and a Bible study and a uh-huh. devotional and this other thing and our online Bible study. Like you can just choose one yeah. and be and in the word, be in the word. That's the important thing. Is and reading I think the Bible. And when I said a second ago, um, like, you know, kind of differentiate between the two, right. my, the, the thing that I always I, that I see happen way more often than it probably should is that when a lot of women get done with a Bible study, they don't know how to study their Bible. Right, right. And so it's like our goal, our, our authors, you know, who write Bible studies, their goal is for you to be in the word of God every day. Yes. And so that even when you're done with an eight week Bible study and you close that workbook and you put it back up on your shelf, that you're still opening up your Bible in some form or fashion um, on a daily basis. And that's the end goal. Anyway, just to give you more tools to be able to do that on your own right. and to feel confident in that and to grow deeper in that. And so um, whatever that looks like for you, it's just it's a critical part of our spiritual walk as believers. Yes. 
And finally, we wanted to talk about accountability. Yeah. Which is, you know, a very Christianese way of saying, like, have some people hold you to what you say you're going to do. Absolutely. Um, Don't keep those things to yourself because I think it's easy. It would be really easy for us to set some goals for this year, whatever it may be, and then to not tell anybody and then mm -hmm. to not do anything about any of it or like to just to feel like you're failing at something, but not have anybody that can go, you know what? Like, let me go with you. Let me study right. with you. Let me like, let go me to jump the gym in this. With you, yes. you know, like- and just to be the buddy that you need. And, yes. and I think even, even if you're married, you still need some women as friends in your life who can be that, those type of friends for mm-hmm. you. Like, I know I, I love my husband, but like, and he will, hold my feet to the, to the fire. But like, but I also need my girlfriends to do that. And like, and I need their friendship. And that's, you know, a crucial part of my spiritual development Mm -hmm. is, is these other women that I'm journeying with. And Mm -hmm. so wherever, wherever it is that you find yourself in this, just know that like that accountability is a big piece of it. And just opening up, you know, just to say, Hey, here's some areas I want to grow in this year. Here's one thing I want to do differently. Uh, But just to open yourself up to some some feedback sometimes when your friends can go, Hey, how's that going? And how can I help, you know, like that they're, they're not trying to criticize or anything. They're just trying to be helpful and trying to help you as you do it. I also think this is a great opportunity for easy or simple. I shouldn't say easy, simple mentorship. Yeah. Either grab someone younger Mm -hmm. than you in the faith or grab someone older and say, Hey, I want to read through the Bible this year in this chronological way, or I want to do this Bible study. Would you do it with me? Yeah. And that. And y'all, y'all could meet once a week or mm-hmm. you could just have a group text that happens. Yep. Um, but just something to say, we're going to walk through this together. And that is a simple way to start a mentoring relationship yep. and to even do it. Because I know sometimes if somebody asked me to mentor them, I would be like, I don't really know what we're going to do together. Yeah. But if we have this thing that's like, OK, we're going to read through the Bible or we're going to do the Joe Bible study or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, then that kind of gives you an end goal and, and helps you to navigate that. And it's just kind of a, it makes it easier on everybody, yeah. I think. And two, I remember a couple of years ago, I asked um, a friend of mine who is a few years older than me. Her husband is on staff at our church. And I just really admired her a ton and just said, hey, would you pray about discipling me? Like, at mm-hmm. first, I didn't just ask her the question, expecting an answer right in that moment. And she right. said, I'll absolutely pray about that. But she looked her, she turned right around and looked at me and she said, can you tell me what it is that you're looking for? Mm-hmm. Like, what are your expectations? And she said, even if you need to take some time, like, and, I, and that, it helped me because I'm like, let me think about that and let right. me get back to you because I I knew I wanted accountability and mentorship and to be discipled, but I was like, I needed to put into words exactly what I was wanting and expecting out of somebody. Mm -hmm. And so where, whichever side of the coin you find yourself on, that's one of the easiest things you can do from the start is just to say, Hey, like, here's kind of what I'm looking for. Here's Mm -hmm. what, what I feel like I need right now. And so like, I looked at her, I said, I don't need somebody to do a Bible study with me. I just Mm -hmm. need somebody to hold me accountable to just help me navigate some situations I'm walking through. And like, and I just told her, I said, I want to watch you be a wife and a mom. Yeah. And like get to know you that way, right. you know, just as somebody to that I know is ahead of me. And I wasn't even dating anybody at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, but I just was like, I just want to learn from you as you're doing yeah. this. And so um, finding that. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, even on the opposite side, like if someone did ask you to mentor them yep. or disciple them, what if you just took one of your goals and said, well, I'm doing this reading plan right now. Yeah. or I'm doing this Bible study. Mm-hmm. Join me in that. Yes. And that's just like an easy way to get started. Yep. And for y'all to be doing something together. And it and, would hold you accountable because yes. you're mentoring somebody. Yeah. And that's honestly you something know? that I was telling a friend yesterday. I said, I'm really going to start praying that the Lord would bring me somebody because I feel like I've got people that I mentor kind of from afar right. on a more on an irregular basis, mm-hmm. but like somebody that I can on a regular basis invest 
lesson. And I looked at my friend and I said, it's going to it's going to keep me accountable. Yeah, because, you you know, there's something about investing the lives of other people and giving up your time, not giving up, but investing your time that way that just keeps you on your toes. And, And so that's something I'm praying for this year. And it doesn't always have to be that you need accountability with the like strictly spiritual things. Yeah. Like I said, find somebody to go to the gym with. Find someone who wants to learn how to cook healthy meals. Find someone who wants yeah. to try the hand lettering class yeah. and just do life together. Mm-hmm. As much as that phrase is overused, I feel yeah. like. <laughs> but that is exactly what it is. And so um, just through that, you can find fellowship and accountability and Community. keeping your own goals and and that may lead to some spiritual conversations or it may not it may just be you know you two people having fun and yeah and bringing glory to god that way so um that is the last thing on our little list of things to talk about this has been fun and i think (laughs) for me if i could like the one thing i would say that i do feel like the lord is pointing me towards this year as we were as we're wrapping this up is is to spend more time talking to him than talking about him Mm -hmm. and so i know that that's one thing that i'm gonna really try to focus on as i go throughout this year is just to go lord you know I, I have opportunities to teach and to write and to to do some things that I'm really grateful for, but I want to make sure that 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 time isn't out of balance. Like that yeah. I am I'm talking to you as right. much, if not you know as much if not more than I'm talking about you, so mm-hmm. that my knowledge of you is deepened and that I have a better understanding of who you are as I'm teaching and writing and you know doing those sorts of things. Um, you know that the Lord is is providing opportunity for me to do but that that's all grounded in the right place and so i'm just excited to see what 2019 has in store me too it's gonna be a great year it's gonna be a great year (laughs) well thank you all so much for for joining us on this episode um we've we've talked about a bunch of things that we will provide links to in our show notes today so i hope that you'll check that out at lifewaywomen.com forward slash podcast um i think if you're listening to this in the podcast app there are actually live links in there but if you've never visited our website we would love for you to do so and find out ways you can connect with lifeway women and become a lifeway woman just come on join us yeah it's fun over here it sure is we love it well we (laughs) will see you in just a couple weeks on the next episode of the mark podcast bye thanks so much for listening if you want to join in the conversation you can find us on twitter and instagram at mary margaret c and at ed Heinemann. use the hashtag marked podcast to connect with us you can also find lifeway women on all social media channels at lifeway women All of today's show notes will be posted at lifewaywomen.com forward slash podcast. And if you love the show, leave an iTunes review. It's a great way for other people to hear about the show. We will see you next time. Home should be a place where we feel at peace, where we can be ourselves, where we feel loved. For a lot of us, though, home is a place of heartache, hurt, and loneliness. As believers, Christ promises us an eternal home. But what does that actually look like? And how do we deal with our current homesickness? I recently wrote a Bible study called Come Home for Women, and I'm so excited that Come Home will also be available for teen girls. It's perfect for small groups, helps girls answer important questions, and gives us a richer understanding of what kind of home God's building for us. The release date for Come Home for teen girls is August 1st, but you can pre-order it now at lifeway.com slash come home. Don't miss out on this opportunity to help girls belong and be loved. Again, you can pre-order it today at lifeway.com slash come home.